Welcome to the Crude Life Morning Show. Play hard, work hard. My name is Jason Spies. We are at the Permian Basin Association of Pipeliners booth right across the red carpet from the Crude Life here at the Shale Energy Resources 2021 conference and trade show in the Midland Horseshoe Pavilion. Sometimes they, I always type horse show <laughs> and then I got to go in and do horseshoe and that Laughter is Krista Escamilla of PBS Basin Life, Permian Perspectives Podcast, and her husband and her also own Rig ID Workwear. So we got a few things to talk about today. Just a few. Yes. Thanks for having me on. I'm well, excited to be here. I'm very excited for you being here for a number of reasons. And I joked about this with Sterling, who's the co-host of the Play Hard, Work Hard Morning Show, the gentleman who grew up in Saudi Arabia on an yes. oil base. So he actually grew up in, um, it's called Dahran. Okay. Okay. So, Texaco, Standard Oil, mm-hmm. okay, then was called Ramco, now it's called Saudi Ramco, okay. which is the world's largest oil and gas company, right? So, that's mm-hmm. the evolution. Well, when his dad worked for Ramco, when it was American-owned at that time, mm-hmm. but there's like 40,000 people living in this oil compound. So, think of a man camp, crew camp. Wow. But they have schools, golf courses, commissaries, grocery stores. So he has never worked a day in oil and gas, but right. he grew up in the, in, he literally grew up in the industry. If you worked wow. as a school teacher, your check came from Ramco. Wow, that's incredible. Right. <laughs> and by the way, one of his teachers later on in life got caught as one of the most world-renowned sex offenders. Oh, no. So we then sidebarred into how big data has really helped the oil and gas industry with the hiring practices. Here we had on Charles C. Harris, Chalk. Chalk, yes, Chalk. Right before you. (laughs) Saw him. He's a great guy. And what he does is background checks. Yes. And we were not able to get into it because we had to shorten the interview because I told him, as soon as the main event, Krista (laughs) Escamilla comes, you're out, buddy. I think he should have talked to Chalk longer. (laughs) But but that was a big deal. We talked about this Uh, with Midland Mayor uh, 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 Patrick Payton as well, Mm -hmm. that back in the day before Big Data... You could start in Alaska, rape and pillage your way all the way to Tuscaloosa, back up through the Marcellus, but now they know who you are before you even walk in the door. Yes. So that's really helped the industry out a lot. Technology. And so I don't even know how we got on that little sidebar (laughs) of a topic, but okay, there we go, folks. So uh, I did want to mention, though, that I am very excited and honored and privileged and grateful because, two reasons, Uh, one, you're doing everything in life I'd want to do. Doing a PBS show just is like a journalist dream. I love it. It's, it's fantastic. Well, yes. you kind of get to do what you want to do. Right. You know, does, does that happen for you? Well, it does. And, and you know, I, I was I, fortunate enough to have a great career at ABC and CBS and got to do a lot of what I love to do there. Uh, but as you know, in news, you have to do the good and the bad news. Now I just get to focus on the good news here in the Permian. And I absolutely love it. That's what I'm saying. You got to get, pick, I, love I mean, it. you have boundaries. Don't right. get me wrong. Right. You're not going to go do some investigative. I'm going to get back at you piece. Right. No, no, you no, know, no. We are, we are definitely focusing on the good. My, my motto is always look for the good. And so, that's what we do in Basin Life is we just look for the good and there's so much good to be found here in West Texas that we just get to showcase it. It's I love interesting it. you say that because I, I always tell people when I first started this actually uh, we were going to be investigative against the industry and that it wasn't by design it was just that okay we're going to go do some real journalism mm-hmm. because this Bach and boom was going on in right. our state 
And I actually am a trained journalist, so I actually come from that background. And mm-hmm. so this is when that kind of content thing was just starting out, and I understood it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I went and I got radio stations, and I went and got, and we should actually, the New York Times, we started a relationship with them, so we did some stuff. We've done some stuff with CNBC. So we went and got the proper distribution channels to go say, I'm going to go make a living just being a content producer, and then figuring out a way to make it after that, right? Right. But, but distribution was key. Right. So I went out as a method journalist and understood very quickly that I had kind of been not lied to, but lied to. Like, this industry is not the big bad wolf like it makes it. Yeah, you know what? There's some there's some middlemen along the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they're screwing over both sides. And they're, you know, they want their cake and eat it too. Right. That's not the operator's fault. That's not the community's fault, that sort of thing. But that's right. been happening in every industry since I come from ag. So that's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. But what I actually turned and went, there is so much good happening here. Yes. I think I could actually make a living just focusing on the good stories of the community building, mm-hmm. the empowerment. So female yes. empowerment, Native American empowerment. I mean, we're talking generational wealth here, not just the job at a casino. Right. No, we're talking about a, an actual person creating a job and having four employees now handing that off to his family. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you say there's so much good happening here, I haven't even gotten into the innovation part yet. Right. So that's good. But you focus on the lifestyle, correct? Yes, I do. So I focus on lifestyle, uh, kids. I'm, I'm a mom of four. And so oh, wow. kids are, um, they're, they're a huge part of my life. And so we do a celebrating kids segment every week. We also oh. close out with a musical guest because our musical guests here are fantastic. When I tell you they, any one of them could be on Broadway, I mean it. They could be on Broadway. And so we always close out the show with, you know, just... Just some arts because uh, whether it's ballet or singing or dancing or ballet folklorico, that way we can just showcase uh, a variety of things here in West Texas because we are all tied to oil and gas, but we also have a lot more than oil and gas as well at the same time. We have tremendous artists and just the people of West Texas are amazing. So I have to ask you because we do music on our our show as well Mm -hmm. and we do it to, I'm a big supporter of the arts. Mm And we try to do what we can. And listen, when, when you don't get, you know, millions of dollars trickling in, you got to look at what you can do. Right. And so for me, using it as bumper music mm-hmm. is a great way to showcase an artist. Right. And so we do a lot of singer-songwriters. A nice. lot, you know, some of it has to do with ASCAP and not right. paying the royalties. Right. And so they, we go to the people who write their own music and they own their own music. And they look at this as a great opportunity to have a showcase deal. So we do the Moody River Band. In fact, they don't even sell their music. They give it away freerockandroll.net. Okay? Oh, that sounds awesome. Right. I'm going to have free, to listen to them. Oh, they're, they're, they yeah. figured it out. If we give away the music for free, we can charge for four or five times a year at the street fairs because they're like big band and music and party, you know, kind of like Queen and Black Eyed Peas where they're better outside at a street fair than that sort of thing. But we do it because, number one, it helps promote the art right number two it's kind of nice to have a musician promote the industry instead of protest the industry do you find that reaching out to we haven't 
deep dove into ballet and <laughs> opera and, and that's like high affluent Wall Street Journal you New York it. Times. You should do it. You should do it. Well, I don't know how we would play on our show. We would we would certainly do it. And we'd try it. In fact, right. we have Facebook a new Live. We, well, we have a new one, Alma Cook. I haven't listened to her music yet, but she submitted it to us because mm-hmm. she knows what we're trying to do. Nice. She wrote a song called Five Thousand Candles in the Wind," and it has not to do with Little Sebastian from Parks and Rec, but it has to do with uh, flaring. Okay. And so we're gonna probably do a montage. We do those sometimes, you know. Just we figure out ways to, you know what? Music is all about every day, right. and these musicians—they love to turn it up. Absolutely. So we we kind of and, and through COVID, rock, through COVID, they didn't get to perform anywhere, and so this is an avenue for them to showcase their talents that they've worked their whole life for, and give them an avenue. Usually, they're on the stage. Well, now we're giving them a platform to be on TV, and so I, I love it. It's just it's a great show. I, I'm 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 not saying it's great because I'm hosting. I'm saying it's great because the people that are on it, <laughs> they are just incredible. So how much of the industry do you get into then i mean do do you do any sort of uh frack uh chemistry like do you have a frack chemist that comes on and starts you know drawing hydrocarbons on a chalkboard like Mr. no but Wizard? that's a great idea no we actually so so i kind of have two separate entities of my broadcasting business i have basin life which we just focus on um, lifestyle and kids and moms Permian Perspective, which is my podcast that I host, that's where we dive into all the oil and gas, everything. That's okay. that, so so two separate entities. Well, we really don't see, go into oil and gas on base and life as much. Sometimes it comes up, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they overlap, as you know, with everyone's related to oil and gas here in West Texas. And so we talked a lot about uh, just kind of the psychology and mental health. One you know, one episode we talked about mental health of the effects of the you know the oil bust. And so we we do correlate them a little bit, but that's not the main focus. The main focus is. Is looking for the good. When I told you she was a pro, she's also savvy. Because <laughs> thank you. For those people in the media who just heard what she said, you understand why that is some smart working right there. That's not working hard. That's working smart. Okay. Thank you. You you know exactly thank what I'm you. talking about there. Uh, I, I do want to ask you, or I do want to mention. I want to mm-hmm. get back to Sterling because sure. Uh, Dahran and all that different stuff. Uh, I brought this up to him. Because we get snarky sometimes on the show. And one of the other reasons why I was very honored and grateful that you were going to be on the show is because I've covered politicians for 20, 30 years now. Mm-hmm. Same. And <laughs> I don't know if it's this way in your world, but where I come from, when there's a politician in the room, they'll take the first 20 minutes of a press conference and acknowledge every single public official in the room that even if it's a third, fourth stringer from U.S. Senator so-and-so, they'll make sure that they mention it and this and that. And, by the way, Senator John Hoven is one of the best I've ever seen in my life really? about that. Oh, it's just tremendous. And we in the media roll our eyes and it becomes nauseating. <laughs> and so I was thinking, I want to do this with her. I'm just <laughs> going to become so over the top about, oh, I'm so grateful she was here. So oh, part you. of it was that, but part of it was just kind of me like, it's my turn now. I get to do it back. <laughs> I'm jealous that they get that platform and they get to do that because I always thought we should do that in the media too. Right. Well, right. it's it's it, it helps keep the ecosystem going, you know what I mean? Because that's a big part of it. Well, and to me, it's it's always important to acknowledge everyone that is there because it, 
if they weren't there, you wouldn't have a platform. <laughs> I mean, really, I they know. wouldn't. It, and so I, I think that, you know, to thank those that are attending, you know what? That's their platform. All, all power to them. Let them, let them thank whoever they want. <laughs> I started laughing so hard because I just got back from the uh, uh, EPA administration's uh, listening session with Michael Regan. And so I, I showed up like 10 minutes late and they... Uh, actually it was 20 minutes late and they were done with the thank yous and all that different mm -hmm. stuff and so they had just started and then about 10 minutes later all of a sudden u.s senator kevin kramer stands up and he acknowledges some guy in the back by me and i look at him i have no idea who he is so i went out about i don't know half hour later used the restroom something kind of quick and to come back in i bumped into in the hallway and i said hey you're somebody important who are you <laughs> and he hands me his card he goes, oh you're the second in command at the EPA. I oh. got that. Okay. Like, <laughs> no wonder why you look important. <laughs> I'm like, so that's why you got acknowledged. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Right. So that happens too. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> For sure. All right. So anyway, uh, Permian Perspectives podcast, PBS Basin Life. So I want to I want to go back to the PBS Basin Life for a second. Sure. Just walk me through a show. Just give me the storyboard for a second. Absolutely. So the first, um, we'll go back to, oh, let me think, maybe episode... Oh yeah, good one. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. We we just had a really good episode, episode seven, and it was an all kind of female girl power episode. Oh, and I really enjoyed this one because we have so many amazing women uh, doing good things. And so we start out with uh, introductions. I always tease what's coming up on the show, who we're about to see. Uh, from there, we went to an interview with Jennifer Seibert, who is the head of a all-girls school that we just started here two years ago called the Young Women's Leadership Academy. And I have to tell you, it, I've been reporting on this Leadership Academy for years, but have never actually been in there seeing the amazing work that these teachers are doing with these young women. And I got to go and visit and watch a robotics class, watch these girls code, coding at the age of 12. I'm like, I, di I didn't even know what coding was until two years ago, you know? And I'm like, how are these these young ladies so amazing well they're amazing because of the teachers that are pouring into them mm -hmm. so i visited with jennifer we talked about all the great programs uh from there i always tease to a quote i'm a big quote girl i mean huge quote girl uh so tease to a quote uh from there we come back i believe at that point let me think i've slept a couple of days since then <laughs> oh then we had um Chef Malika on our show, and she is a woman that fed children during the pandemic, and she would open up her, she had Cafe Unique at the time, and she opened it up and she would cook for children. Anybody that was hungry during the pandemic could come and get a free meal from Chef Malika. She taught us how to make an amazing summer salad, which was okay. awesome. Uh, from there, we went to another quote. Then we do our Celebrating Kids segment. We celebrated some of these amazing young women that are at the Young Women's Leadership Academy and just heard where they're going to go. Harvard, one of the places. And I guarantee you that young lady is going to go to Harvard someday. Uh, just it, it was just awesome. And then to hear what they love about being in an all-girls school, what they don't love about being in an all-girls school. Uh, went to another quote, come back, interviewed Angel and the Bad Men. Well, there was only one man that could make it that day. Usually there's five in her band. But it was Angel and the Bad Man that day. And we talked to them a little bit, and then she sang us out for the rest of the show. So that was one of my favorites that we, we've done here recently. Uh, but there's so many. I mean, I could go on and on. Our Mother's Day episode was fantastic. Um, 
the Bakers, Eric and Emily Baker, who are, they are a legendary husband and wife singing duo here in West Texas. They performed on our show. So we just had a lot of, it's just focusing, like I said, on the good, all looking for the good in West Texas. And you don't have to look very far because it's everywhere. Are you familiar with ESG? I'm not. It's the Environmental Social Governance. Okay. It's that you, you will be okay. very, very quickly. Um, so, well, I don't know if you saw in the news that uh, T- TC Energy is backing out of Keystone Pipeline now. Okay. Yes, I did see that. That's because of ESG. Okay. Okay. So ESG is this kind of this invisible force that is now controlling the bankers and the investors and mm-hmm. the politicians and society, right? Right. Um, so the reason I bring it up is because that's been the buzzword at this conference. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's actually why we're building the industrial forest mm-hmm. is because we're going to, we're going to show the world how the industry can actually solve another problem, which is 50% of the trees planted by nonprofits and governments die in the first year. Trees need water every day for three years. And then once a week for two years after that industry can solve that problem. Instagram photos cannot. Mm-hmm. So the industrial forest is going to use industry to solve this problem. So ESG is, um, the reason I bring it up is because PBS Basin Life is an example of an oil and gas company supporting ESG. So we had Ron Gusick, the CEO of Liberty Resources, on yesterday. They just released their first ESG report. They felt compelled to do that. Mm-hmm. Meridian Energy Group did. Uh, energy transfer. When I talked to them last December... They had to re, they were rewriting theirs from 45 pages to 90 pages. They were doubling their ESG report to go to the investors for the wow. shareholder meeting. That's how much this is like ramping up and coming. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to plug PBS Basin Life for a second because supporting this, this type of a program is exactly what these investors are looking for you to do because it's the baker and the art and these types of things that are building and enhancing the communities. Right. That's the story behind this. So if you want to go out and support PBS Basin Life, you can probably get a gold star in your ESG report. <laughs> and everybody's I don't know about that, but, but you'll get a gold star with us for sure. Go to basinpbs.org. Uh, we would love to have any support. And that that's the great thing. We have so, we have so many supporters here in West Texas. Oil and gas supports Basin PBS. Like, I mean... Like none other. And that's just how our, our town is. We all support each other no matter what they're doing. But Basin PBS provides educational opportunities for children. Uh, we, we support the arts. We we are there for the community. We're doing uh, movies in Centennial Park during the summer that's free for kids to come to. And our Centennial Park in downtown Midland has just been renovated. I, I don't know the exact numbers. Don't quote me. But I want to say over $20 million for this incredible park that is downtown now and bringing families out like I've never seen before. And I've been here 23 years and I've never seen families come out and support something so strongly. And so uh, we are so grateful to have Centennial Park team up with Basin PBS and just for us to be able to support our community the way that we do because it is it's your we always say it's your station PBS is your station we are you know we are supported by the public and that's our goal is to make everybody you know happy in some way and if you don't see something on our show I always encourage people let me know who you want me to have on the show because I would love to to bring them on and share their story um, that's an important key element of our show is sharing stories because 
that's how we connect and we can always learn from someone else's story. And we always tell people that these are the people that your workers are going to church with. Absolutely. Going to ball games with. So I wanted to transition to the Permian Perspectives podcast because yes. if you're not talking about ESG, then that's got to be a pretty safe place for people to come on and learn some information, I would imagine. Not going to be much politics, not going to be much back and forth sports shouting. No politics, no shouting on my show. <laughs> so let's talk about what you guys get into here. Well, what we do is we talk about what people are seeing in their industry. And I've had, I've had so many fantastic guests from that I had the head of Chevron on for one of my first interviews and Joe um, Joseph Raw wiki back before he retired and that was an amazing interview uh, I also had the owner of Jumburito who feeds the Permian Basin and I have to say Jose Cuevas is the owner of Jumburito if you haven't been you oh, need to go while you're here Jason multiple names oh, good. are cool <laughs> you have got to go to Jumburito they have the best breakfast burritos here in town and there's like six locations to choose from so you, you've got to get a Jumburito oh, I've seen them oh good yeah so and and he and what was his name his again? name is Jose Cuevas and he's 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 not only the owner of Jumburito he's also um, played a key role in the restaurant association and and I know has been under, he was under Rick Perry. I'm sorry, Jose, I'm going to butcher whatever your title was, but he was head of restaurant commission. Okay. So something along those does, lines. Does he have an accent? No. Oh, shoot. <laughs> just say, I could just imagine him going into a bar. My name is Jose because I mean, just a Montalban Corinthian leather, just that whole, oh, man. He's, he's a great guy. that You but, definitely have to meet him. He is. He gave a great perspective because he said he knows when a boom or a bust is coming before anybody because he feeds them. Without a doubt. Without a That's doubt. That's why we interview the cafe owners. Exactly. We would always interview the cafe owners. We interview the churches, too. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah. And um, but, and Frackleberry Hound is... Hey, Frackleberry. Hi, puppy. She is uh, here in the doors. <laughs> One of our other great okay. interviews... Oh, okay. good that's the nice thing about not being live too um <laughs> hey girl come on lay down lay down quick lay down okay hi baby that was hi weird baby i think she's getting a little bit different <laughs> well i was gonna say one of our other great interviews was dr ray perryman who's an economist and he did a study right before the the pandemic hit uh, on Midland uh, Priority Midland, and so you should go to their website, Priority Midland's website, and check it out. But he gave a, a great perspective as well. But then, of course, then we have the CEOs, and we have mm -hmm. the owners, and then we have the 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 rig operators. So we have a wide variety of guests that come on and share what's happening in their what I call their bubble because everyone mm -hmm. has their own bubble right that they are living in um and their silos we're calling them these <laughs> silos days. yep yep that's where we we we, got it. we chose silo for this year we're sticking with I love it we heard buckets the other day or buckets yep, your own yep. bucket you've got your bucket and they're sharing their perspective on what's happening in their bucket and giving a pulse of what's happening here in the Permian at that time of the interview mm -hmm. so I've enjoyed I love it love hearing their stories and and love having them share their 
their gifts with us on what's worked for them. So the Permian Perspectives podcast primarily has people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes. And you've, you've got that sponsored, correct? Yes. And who's your sponsor? Uh, NOV, National Oil Well Varco. Okay. We better get uh, We had plug. Baker Hughes um, was last year. I mean, so you're, Baker you're a Hughes. brand now. So just like when Brock <laughs> Lesnar goes out and he's got Jimmy John's on his wrestling yes, trunks. Yes. I, I don't know what he got paid for that, but he's still like 10 years later. Right. He's wearing Jimmy John's on his trunks and he's getting up at UFC and things right. like that. And so, uh, and the, yes, one more time, the sponsor? NOV. We're All very right. thankful for our sponsors. Absolutely. That's why we l- allow them uh, <laughs> to, to mention who they are so you can uh, do your job and <laughs> promote them. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, the Permian Perspectives podcast, primarily people in the industry, the PBS Base in Life, primarily people outside of the industry who benefit from the industry, who can explain to people why this industry coexists together, correct? That's how we're layering this? Right. I mean, they're, they're definitely two separate entities because doubt. one's on TV and one's in podcast. Uh, but they're also, they complement each other very mm-hmm. well. As I've had some you know guests that have been on both. So there, there are some complementary things there because in the Permian, like you said earlier, we all go to church together. We all, um, I'll bump into someone at a restaurant. Hey, you'd be great on my podcast. You want to come on next week? You know, right. and that's how, that's how we are here. And we all are so supportive of each other. I cannot tell you how many, what I call earth angels, uh, I've met here in West Texas that people that are just like, Oh yeah, we need it. We needed a thousand coveralls. We'll come see you tomorrow. Cause I also own rig ID workwear, um, which is a FR store where we do, um, all the flame resistant clothing, but we also do, um, golf shirts and embroidery. We have a full embroidery shop in our store. And so they, it all complements each other. And that's what I love about being able to do these different mediums is I'm taking my broadcast background, uh, as, as I know you're, you're trained in journalism, I'm using that as a way to highlight our great community because I truly love being here after 23 years. It is a great place to be. And I think more people need to hear that because sometimes we can get down on ourselves, especially in a bust. And I think even in a bust, West Texas is a great place to be. <laughs> Got a cough? God bless you. Hey, how are you? Good, we're on pause. <laughs> so, one of the things I want to mention that you have going that I find remarkable is You've gravitated either by design, but or by serendipitous <laughs> uh, the ecosystem that you've created. So they've all kind of complemented each other, and I think that is an important lesson for everybody to learn today. Whether you're in the oil and gas industry or any other industry, you need some strength in numbers right now. And if you can work smart, you can create your own strength in numbers that do complement each other. Now, that doesn't mean you can fly solo and all these other things. But it does give you a little bit more control over your life mm-hmm. than what you had previously. And I think you understand what I mean by that. Absolutely. I I think, um, I don't know how old you are, Jason, but at my point in my life, I want... I'm still 29. <laughs> 29. And yes, I, me, I don't, me I don't too. I not tell you how many months I am, but <laughs> in 100 months. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm right around there with you. <laughs> yes. uh, but at this point in my life, I love the flexibility with four kids and all my kids are golfers. Um, outstanding golfers that travel all the time for their sport, 
I wanted to do something that I could still do what I love to do and that I, that and share my share my gifts but also be with my family and my kids and, and support them and be able to travel with my husband when and you can't do that in the corporate world um, I love the corporate world I was in it over 20 something years and absolutely loved it man you started when you were three I did yes yeah. thank you for pointing that out uh, <laughs> I love the fact that I now have the flexibility but yet get to do what I love to do at the same time and get to support our great community so it is it's like you said it's serendipity it's Whatever it is, I like to call it God's plan, and and I think this truly was God's plan for my life. Well, I can tell you, folks, when I spoke to Krista Escamilla for the first time, which is kind of funny because we actually got connected through PBS of all the different places, <laughs> which I find ironic. Um, I don't know, 30 seconds into the conversation, I go, oh, you got pedigree. Like, just totally interrupted her, and she's like, oh, yeah, and she gave me her quick two-second you know, resume. And you left out rig ID workwear though. So I didn't understand the entrepreneurial skills that you have behind you. But now with rig ID workwear, uh, rig ID workwear, and I understood the base in life and the Permian Perspectives podcast. That I get. Well, I like to say that I'm entrepreneur by marriage. Okay. Because <laughs> my husband is the most amazing entrepreneur. He always has something he's created. He's, he's made inventions, he's created golf tools. He, th th this entrepreneurial spirit has definitely been through being married 22 years. <laughs> he, is, he is awesome at what he does. He always has a great idea. I like to come up with, oh, we can market it this way. We can do that. I can, I can host a live show. You know, we, we work well together as a team and I love that. We actually uh, started Rig ID Workwear when I was still at, at CBS 7. I was doing the morning show and uh, I was reporting every day on a fatality. We were in a we were in a boom. It was you know 2012 to 2015, yeah. right? Um, and we came up with this idea about 2013. I was getting a press release, a, like I said, almost all. It seemed like it was almost daily about a fatality a day on our West Texas roads. And then a week later, we would get another press release saying they hadn't found the family because there was no way to identify them because they had moved here for the. Mm -hmm. for, for the oil field and my heart just sank and I, I remember we were talking one night and I said there's got to be a way that people in the oil field can be identified if God forbid something happens and there's an accident whether it's on the rig or if it's on the way to a rig or coming home from rig that they can be identified quickly and these poor families would know that mm -hmm. their loved one has perished so we came up with the rig ID bracelet and that's actually how it started is oh. The rig ID, we, we put their, we would engrave their name, 1-800 uh, number to the company, their, you know, if they were diabetic, we would put all that information on their wrist bracelet. And from there, we hadn't even opened our store yet because my husband said, you know what? We need to have a store and do full FR and safety. And then that's where it kind of grew. We, he had a background in clothing and we just kind of went from there. So entrepreneur by marriage. So, <laughs> FR clothing. Yes. And golf shirts, embroidering. Yes. How far into the embroidering? As you can see here. Oh, yeah, we engrave. We can engrave these cups I see right here. You've got those, uh, we've got the Crude Life stainless steel. Love it. Travel tumbler. It's like a 32 ounce or something like that. I so love we, it. We like them a little bit bigger for the travel yes. people, you know, yes. and that sort of thing. And I'll give you, I, I, listen, I don't know what you guys engrave and what you guys do, but. We went with the higher end. Mm -hmm. So Pelican is like a Yeti. It's right. they're, sim they're supposed to be similar in terms of... Right. 
nothing's a Yeti. I get it. Right. Yeti is Yeti. I know. I get it. But <laughs> this was, you know, kind of what was there. Next best thing. Next best thing. We'll call it that. And now these are great. They are great. You mm-hmm. know, those retail normally 40, 50, 60 bucks, depending on what it is and yeah. and that sort of thing. So what what is it you guys do on these types of things? Because I'm telling people all the time, if you're going to get swag, you are so much better off getting something, a quality mm-hmm. that's going to stick around. When I first got into this, so like in our 20s, because by the way, I didn't realize you got married when you were two. Yes, thank and you. Then, <laughs> yes, and then you started your business, you got into your career when you were three. That was amazing. See, you got married. Then I was you a go-getter from toddlerhood. Yeah. So, I did catch that too. Uh, is that... Uh, we went to our first trade show in like our 20s or something mm-hmm. like that and whatever it was and we got these flimsy clocks and this stuff like that. and he just called it landfill and <laughs> 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 i never that never left my mind and so when we try to be purposeful about yes. our swag uh you what levels of swag do you guys do do you do the landfill swag do you do the high-end swag we do, do it all do it that all. we do it all because it all does have a purpose it does absolutely yeah. we do it all from you know from the yeti cups and engraving uh something that was quite popular recently is we would take cutting boards and engrave the company's Great logo idea. into the cutting board um but hats hats are huge here in west texas yeah. and uh Sun. we we actually created something called the cap club and the cap club is is what a lot of the oil and gas companies here do because it's perfect for marketing for their um, for their team members. So what it is is for ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month, they get a dozen hats with their company logo. Not just any hat, a Richardson one twelve, which is amazing, uh, the best, most popular that's, hat. Is, I'm is looking that the around. Of the hats? That's it right there. I mean, I'm looking at. I, I'm looking around at oh. this this show right now, and I see about five of them. Um, it is by the, the most way, beautiful people are wearing. Yeah, they too. are. They are beautiful. <laughs> and so the most popular hat, and then they get six koozies, and then a surprise promotional item. And so we try to do the good promotional items. Like you're saying, we don't want it to be landfill. We want it to be used. Um, you can't ever go wrong with a cup. No. I mean, whether it's this 20 ounce that I have here or the 32 that you have, th- it's a great it's a great way to get a get your logo out, but b to you know to let customers know that you appreciate them and and say thank you. Just drop off a dozen cups and say, hey, thanks so much for your business. I appreciate. It. They will use that. The, I was going to say more than that's anything. That's the type of stuff they use. Now, you can't go and give them out to everybody either. That makes it a little bit difficult because, listen, you can't spend yourself right. You know, $10,000 in cups. That's a tough thing to get approved. I get that. Yes. But at the same time, maybe $5,000 in cups mm-hmm. is going to go further than $5,000 in pens. Right. Something along right. those lines. You Absolutely. Know, that, that's all I'm saying. Like, we, we, you know, we sparingly use them and that sort of thing because that's just how it is. But um, what types of swag are you seeing? Uh, you mentioned the koozies. I think every single booth here has a koozie. That's not the case in North Dakota. They, really? That yeah, started phasing out, I guess, a yeah. few years ago. They, what was it? It was, you know, every year there's always something popular. Right. Actually, you know what surprised me? What's that? Only one person was doing masks, I think, here mm-hmm. and in the Bakken, in the, the Williston Basin, uh, KLJ. Oh, no, Sanford, the hospital, which makes sense. Right, yeah. right. And then uh, here, I can't remember. Somebody had really nice ones, though, really nice ones here. Mm-hmm. Are you guys doing those? Anybody doing those? We did, of you course. Did. In the, well, okay. and 
just part of owning your own business. You learn to pivot in, yeah. in, any, in any time. And when the pandemic hit, we pivoted tremendously. We actually turned our store into a grocery store and a medical supply store, and we had masks there. We also were engraving companies' logos on their masks so that they could, if their workers did have to go to work, they would be protected. So we were, we're, we were embroidering quite a few uh, company logos on masks. That is phased out now as masks are, you know, no. as everyone is becoming vaccinated and they're not required to wear masks any longer. But yeah, we did masks for sure. Um, but really pivoting during that time, we were selling coveralls to hospitals instead of oil and gas companies. Uh, just so we could keep all of our team members working. I'm sorry, I chuckled there. I'm sorry if I make you no. Bro- you're broke, good. Broke your you're flow good. of conversation because when you said now that we're getting vaccinated, I felt like I was in my old radio job, my old news. Yes, that's exactly how a news would de- be delivered. You know, right? Because we're trained like that. Right. You know? exactly. Right. And so I just <laughs> chuckled, going, "Boy, you just must stand out like just." <laughs> <laughs> well, because I don't get I don't get this sort of polished uh, uh, speaking outside of a politician. To be honest, uh, it's, it's very rare. And I am not a politician. No, you're not. Not at all. You could be a very good one, though. Well, thank you. I really think you could. I appreciate that. But no, I, I'll I'll stay in broadcasting. <laughs> Rig ID workwear. I want to talk a little bit more about that, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. Um, you mentioned FR clothing, and then mm-hmm. you ventured into some other stuff. But uh, FR clothing, we're talking safety and that sort of thing. How far do you breach into the safety side of things? We we do hard hats and um, the CO2 monitors, and we do uh, uh, you know primarily clothing is our that is our number one. Any demonstrations or anything like we that? We do not. Okay. No, no. We 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 have so many wonderful safety companies here in West Texas. They focus on that. We are we are primarily focusing on keeping everyone clothed and safe at the okay. same time. Yes. And, okay, it's the safety companies that would do that. They okay. would do that, yes. Because I did, I, it was a safety company actually that, that did this because they brought in some, I want to say GE or I can't remember who it was. Anyway, the, the guy gets dressed up in FR clothing and then they take a flamethrower. Oh, yes, I've seen that. Yeah, exactly. So I got invited to that, and I'm like, it's a cool thing to witness. Right, right. I don't care who you are. Yeah, it didn't matter what was that, the the flamethrower was the cool part. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, and that's great. And and we are 100%, like, that is our goal, is is the safety with the clothing. So people can buy the clothing at your At our store, that's right. And then we embroider. We can put their company logo. We have uh, 13 embroidery heads in our store, and those machines are running all day, every day. because everyone wants their company logo or their name, and then we do the striping. So we're, we're full-service FR store. Do you have a specific brand, or do you carry them all? Or So I'm glad you said that. Um, when we opened our business back in 2015, there were about 13 vendors. Oh. Well, now there's three. And so through that consolidation, uh, different companies being bought, we created our own brand. Um, my husband can source anything and he just and he started he said well if we don't have any any vendors to choose from of course we still carry Ariat and Bulwark but we're going to create our own brand tailor-made to the guy that our gal that is working in the Permian and so we created the Permian clothing company and so we have our own brand of FR which is incredible because we we put a vent back uh, because it gets hot here. I don't know if you've looked at the forecast tomorrow, Jason. It's going to be 106. Are you for real? <laughs> I'm for real. It's going to be 106 degrees tomorrow. 
So it gets hot, and we we know the West Texas worker needs to stay cool. So we created a vent back shirt, uh, lighter fabrics, but still all FR. So they are taken care of in case there was, uh, you know, God forbid, an accident. So Permian Clothing Company. Yes, is you an can FR company. It's an FR company. You can only get it at, at Rig ID Workwear. For real? Yes. Okay. Is is it one day is the dream to be like the Duluth Clothing Company? Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> I, well, that's not, that's the dream, right? I mean, we would love we would love for other stores to carry it. That is definitely the goal. We've already had some people that have asked if they can carry it, and so mm-hmm. we're working on getting that in other stores as well. Yeah, but it's a slow process. I it, know it is, um, but we have some great vendors out here in West Texas as well. So you know, we are retail, but we can also we have we are also wholesale as well. If you uh, ever need any assistance, um, I do know a gentleman. They they owned Max Hardware, mm-hmm. and it's a upper Midwest. It was, it's kind of bolts and nuts, and it was for real kind of build from scratch yes. things. And they always had like the bargain barn, and it was successful. And then they sold it, right? Mm-hmm. But they brought in a clothing line before they sold it, mm-hmm. and, and they went through fifteen different consultants, <laughs> and so. Uh, he's kind of bored, so he might talk to you one day on the phone and give you some ideas. All right, no, we'll talk a, to him. He's worth just talking <laughs> to. That's why I'm saying yeah. he's a character. Oh, I'd love for you to connect us. He's, That'd be great. He's, he's cool. He does. Uh, I think K bit is what he did. So here's his kind of quick sidebar story. So he was kind of the black sheep of the family, but he was very smart, very entrepreneurial smart. So he figured out a way to leverage his business and eBay. Now he owns KBID, which is a competition to eBay, basically. Wow. So he would go to trade shows the last day while they're tearing down like this happened like right, right now. now. <laughs> and he'd go up to booths and just say, but big construction ones, right? Mm-hmm. Like trucker ones and construction ones right. and say, we'll buy it. Wow. And they're like, we don't have to tear it down because we were just going to throw it. You got it. So he'd buy it pennies on the dollar, right. turn around and sell it either in his bargain bin at a store Smart. or on Smart. his... So then after he realized the marketplace on eBay after mm-hmm. five years, he went and did it himself. Smart. And you guys are going in the Permian clothing time at a really good time when you can harness the passion mm-hmm. that exists right now against Bulwark, which is a subsidiary of FR, which is a North Face company. Do you guys get into that at all? Do people come in and throw North we, Face? We at try you? not to talk politics in our store. I figured <laughs> that. Store. But but, but th- there's an opportunity there. There really mm-hmm. is to kind of channel some of that passion. And yes. I'll tell you what, I'm going to reach out to Ron Gusick, okay, who's the president of Liberty Oilfield uh, Services, whose CEO mm-hmm. is having a public campaign against North Face. Oh wow! Oh no, they just got picked up by Fox News. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get industry really aware of that. Listen, North Face rejected some oil and gas earlier, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to go through this. But that might be some uh, interesting uh, connections yeah, with the Permian Clothing you. Company. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, we got to grow. We've got to make things work out here. And, Absolutely, uh, and they are. They weird. are. They, they. I mean, things are growing out here. Well, uh, not the booths. They're not the booths. They're going down. They're going the other way. <laughs> they're getting back to work. They're going back to their stores and they're and and going back to the oil field. Uh, but it, I mean, it would look like it was a great turnout for the. For, for this conference, which is great. Well, Krista, we've officially shut down another place for the <laughs> evening. Not the first time, won't be the last. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so we should probably wrap up here as I'm looking at the clock and, and everything. It's a podcast, but we still put it on the radio, so I do actually have some parameters in awesome. my mental check that I keep going here. But 
Uh, okay, so PBF's Basin Life, we'll have links, course, available there. Permian's Perspective Podcast, I imagine it's probably available on all the platforms. All the platforms. Okay. Unless it's like, no, it's only this. Which <laughs> nope, some people do. I don't understand that. No, it's but. everywhere. In Basin Life, you can actually go on YouTube and subscribe oh. to Basin PBS, and you can catch us there, or you can become a Basin Passport membership um, viewer, and you can watch it on there as well. And So just not on TV anymore. We're everywhere on all the mediums. By the way, the gentleman behind me, when I was mentioning your name mm-hmm. and who you were, I said, PBS, and he shakes his head. And I go, Prospectus Podcast. He shakes his head. I go, Rig ID. He goes, yeah, I've been there. Tell them. <laughs> yep. <And> so, <laughs> that's awesome. Pipeliner that's guy. awesome. So let's get back to the Rig ID for a second because sure. that's probably how most people probably know you either in that, this industry. Either that or I, I woke him up for 10 years on the CBS morning show and we uh, we, we, we gave everyone a laugh every morning. Our, that is true. That That's how I still a lot of... You know, a lot of our viewers still remember the, us by. How about some of the younger ones coming up that don't understand what a TV is yet? Yes, those people. You know where they. You know is where they the know me from. They know me from LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Okay, that's it. <laughs> They'll be like, "You're the LinkedIn girl." I was. I was like, "Well, I never thought of that, but thank you. That that's great. I'll be. I'll be that. I. You know, I just want to be kn- known as the person that shares the good stories here in West Texas. And however anybody knows me for for that reason. I love I, because I think that's what it's all about. Well, I, and as we conclude here, I do want to give your really cool idea from Reg ID this this monthly subscription thing. Yes, the cap well, club. this is so this is an evolution, folks. Is that listen? The way that we make money at the Crude Life is our loss leader essentially is an annual subscription because if you don't have the big sponsor, well, you got to figure something out. So. We basically said, you know what, we'll just do the annual sponsorships because that seems to be working now. The Harry's uh, Razor Club is, is the pyramid marketing is gone and all of a sudden the, you know, the, what, the Freshly's and the power plates that show up at your doorstep, that's working. And I'm very impressed. Whoever came up with the idea, whether it's you or your husband, that was me. But we were together at the time. I'll say, no. This is this <laughs> is the you. next level of where the business is, and yeah. now it's not all the business. Right. It's not all the business. Oh no, no. This, this is like a convenience store getting into food preparation, and all of a sudden be in competition against McDonald's. Right. Because the Snickers went away because of the pay at the pump stuff. Right. Right. So, talk about that uh, uh, subscription and what they get. The hats. The koozies, is it their logo? Is it a different logo? Is it a mystery logo? What it's, do you got? So it's their logo. They get a dozen hats, the Richardson 112 hats. And and I don't know if anyone knows this, but there's kind of a worldwide shortage of Richardson 112 hats right now. Um, and so we're going to keep doing the Richardson hats as long as we possibly can. Um, but because of the pandemic, there's a shortage right now. But it's a dozen Richardson 112 hats with your company logo so it would say the crude life and then you get six koozies and we change the colors of the koozies and the hats monthly so you're getting a variety we do six of those and then a surprise promotional item and that surprise promotional item can be anything from a notebook with with your logo on it to um we've done some golf divot spinner tools um trying to think what else we've we've done a little bit of everything you 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 name it in the promotional goods items we've done it sounds like a little more trendy things well it's a way to um because and our daughters they get these surprise makeup yeah. subscriptions <laughs> we, and we have two daughters just 
Um, my kids are the loves of my life, besides my husband, just throwing that out there. But my daughters, they get these subscription makeup bags. And I thought, what a, how great is that? They get so excited when they get those in the mail. I want our customers to get so excited yeah. when they get our cap club box we have this cute little box that says cappiness delivered and it's been going great they love it um it, it's great for sales teams because now they have an instant something to give with their company logo when they go visit a potential customer and so it's just been a it's been great and then they're also locked in for 9.99 on all future hat orders so then when they have that golf tournament where they need a thousand hats they can come in and we can give it to them at that membership price of 9.99 which is a good deal so and how much is the membership 99.99 a month 99.99 a month. A month. So 100 bucks. 100 bucks. 100 bucks. 100 bucks a month and you have instant how marketing many hats? goods. You get a dozen hats. A dozen hats. Yes. For 99 bucks a month? Yes. I'm going to sign up. I know. It's, that's, it's a great deal. Well, it's a no-brainer. It is. That's <laughs> what we call a no-brainer in the business. Well, seriously, I mean, if you're getting hat, I mean, so like I'm I'm MC in the Bach and Barbecue. Mm -hmm. I could have a dozen hats just to hand out. Yeah, and if you're like me, when I'm MCing something, I'm throwing. I stuff love up giveaways. Stage, yes, absolutely. yes, a fellow lover of giveaways. I oh, love that. If you've used a shirt cannon, you've become the <laughs> coolest person I know. Yeah. That's my dream. I've not used one yet. Oh, I've done it once, oh. but I but I failed. I have to say, I was at a. Um, we have this thing called the Jackalopes. It's a hockey oh, sure. here here in Odessa, and. I went and when I, when the t-shirt when it went up the power behind it mine failed and went like two feet. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Oh I was so embarrassed. Then I redeemed myself with the next one. I think it actually got to someone in the crowd. But oh. Those things are awesome. Yes. All I can think of is uh, that Parks and Rec episode where everything just kept going wrong on the ice and then every time something went wrong get on your feet, feet. <laughs> start playing in the background i just thinking about that the dud of the can yes get on your that's feet. awesome anyway, so. that is awesome well, well thank you very much for coming on the program here the thank program you. thank you uh, this PBS has been fun basin life permian perspectives podcast rig id workwear and soon to be in national everywhere <laughs> permian clothing company but for right now rig id workwear can they buy it online uh yes yeah, go to okay. rig-id.com. Thank you very Rig much. Thank you, Jason. It. That was so much fun. And congratulations on all your success in your shows.